For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is Scalzo and Brust. Live from the Gruber Law Office, one call, that's all studios at Radio City. This is Scalzo and Brust. Presented by Bud Light it's a party, baby. on 94.5 ESPN and Wisconsin On Demand. It's a party, baby. Woo! It's a party, baby. ESPN Wisconsin presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. Brett Favre appeared earlier today on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. We'll hear from him shortly here on Scalzo and Brust. Aaron Rodgers had a three-hour sit-down with Joe Rogan. That came out on Saturday night uh, on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust. We ask you, do you want to hear more from Aaron Rodgers or less from Aaron Rodgers? 60 or 59% to 41% says we want to hear less from Aaron as opposed to Say those numbers again. More. 59% less, 41% more. Correct. Uh, Kurt Lisinski chimes in, says less, maybe try winning a Super Bowl instead of playing with your Hollywood buddies. I don't know if you can like classify the Joe Rogans or Aubrey Marcuses of the world as, as like Hollywood. Hollywood buddies. Uh, but I, I, I understand. I think last year, if you wanted to paint him as Hollywood, you had a better choice, a better chance with the Miles Teller stuff and Shailene Woodley. I don't. He's getting. I don't know. Actually, Greg, I do have a question for you. Okay, you consider yourself a bluebird. What's the latest with Aaron Rodgers in that you know blue of Earth blue character? Deja Blue. Are they together? Her name is just Blue. Um, are they together? According to my sources, they do not like putting a label on it. But yes, they are uh, spiritually and intergalactically connected um, in a way that would not uh, make them exclusive to other people. But ultimately, um, they they're do, connected. Yes, they're connected. They do have uh, a, an element of a relationship in place. Will Blue post a picture from Lambeau Field on her Instagram at any point this season? Uh, I would bet against it. I think that she is sort of, uh, I don't want to say being told, but I think she's being uh, encouraged to not necessarily be posting or talking quite a bit about Aaron Rodgers. That's that's my sense. I think it has as much to do with the sensitivity of his past relationships as it does with the outward appear, appearance um, to you know, to the to the masses. Considering that, you know, Danica Patrick, his ex-girlfriend, introduced him to Shailene Woodley, Woodley considering that this blue character uh, showed up pretty quickly after Shailene Woodley, yeah, I can understand the nature of wanting to, you know, stay silent for a little bit. I do hope that one day Aaron does appear on Deja Blue, which is Blue's podcast, hashtag Bluebirds, uh, and, uh, and we can hear Gosh. those two interact um, in a way that I, I think would be really I, enlightening for all. No, no I'm not going to lie. I'm all in on that podcast. I want to hear them be inside each other's soul. Whoa. 
I said soul. That's what she said. <laughs> I said soul. Give me a little shortino, Josh. Give me a little shortino. Probably the most action you've had in months, huh? Yeah. Better from him in a while. Uh, 800-990-3776 uh, on Twitter, at Scalzo and Brust. Uh, Mitch chimes in on Twitter, says, I think everyone is sick of the COVID conversation because at this point you believe what you will. There is no discourse occurring anymore, and as much as Aaron pretends to be an expert, he pushes some really bogus misinformation over and over again. We're all, well, we're, I will agree with Mitch is like, the conversation there, he's right, is dead. It's stalled. You believe what you believe, and there is nothing me, Ben, Josh, uh, uh, anybody. Your brother, could, your sister, your cousin, your mother. Say, Jesus and Allah can come down from the sky and both tell you what the truth is, and people still would not budge off of what their beliefs are. So, like, we're not getting into that conversation because you believe what you believe. I think, I think we could sway minds. Sonny Corleone chimes in and says the people who don't want the COVID conversations are the one who have been wrong about everything and accused everyone else of being conspiracy theorists and now are unwilling to admit how wrong they were. What bogus misinformation has he been pushing? Please be specific. See, that's what I'm talking about. We literally, those back-to-back texts. I know. It's they're, amazing. They're, tweets. they're tweeting at each other, basically oh, they're at, arguing oh. with each other about... Uh, I, I got over-under 12-hour tweet-off between those two. Uh, it very well might be. Uh, the other Jordan for Madison says, I like hearing from Aaron Rodgers, but he's not suited for three-hour podcasts. His authenticity was refreshing for an hour, but his message was stale after that. I don't know if there are many people who are uh, suited for three-hour podcasts. I don't know if there's that many people who you can sit, listen, and be enthralled with uninterrupted talking for three straight hours. But Joe Rogan has a very successful podcast. So, like... I'm not going to sit here and criticize him. I actually think Aaron is one of those guys that can keep my interest, but mostly because I get to hear from him once or twice a year about what he actually thinks. And I think that some of these conversations have been really interesting to hear from. I think that if you and I did a podcast for three hours unedited, I definitely think we could keep uh, attention for three hours. Don't you think? That would be easy peasy. I mean... I tend to agree that I'm saying in a straight interview format to just have one person talking about themselves and their beliefs is like, you know, they weren't hitting on topics of the day necessarily. It was an interview with Aaron Rodgers. I do think it's hard to keep anyone's attention in that format. Uh, I think Aaron is one of the few athletes that I would actually be willing to listen to for that long. What other athletes would you be willing to listen to for three hours? Like Giannis for three hours? Maybe I, I mean I feel like Giannis is not a long form guy. Like I feel like he's he doesn't do coach speak, but he's like he has very good quotes. Like the one that he said in the playoffs about staying in the moment, and being Christian humble Yelich for three hours. No, thank you. I don't think any I could listen to Barry player. Alvarez for three hours. Like I could listen to Barry talk. I think that he's honest and open, and uh, somebody that if you got him unfiltered would be a really interesting, compelling interview. I think Brett Favre and Mark Chimura. Uh, unedited for three hours would like of just Packer stories and uh, doing things that probably shouldn't have been done stories uh, would keep my interest for three hours. There you go. 800-990-3776. Twitter, at Scalzo and Russ. Would you want to hear more or less from Aaron Rodgers? 5941 less to more. And I am somewhat surprised uh, about Aaron Rodgers' fatigue is setting in. Yeah.
Uh, quick shout out to LabCorp Clinical Research Trials, labcorpclinicaltrials.com. That's where you go to find a variety of clinical research trials where you could get paid good money to help advance medicine. Even if you're working remote, you can continue to make money at your job while participating in these trials and earn extra cash, whether it's for a down payment on a new place, whether it's paying off some of your mortgage, paying off bills, student loans, uh, going out, buying a car, buying a, a piece of art that you, you want to buy, whatever it is. Let LabCorp help you get there. Uh, $8,800 you can earn. If you're a healthy man aged 18 to 50, you could join for one stay of 15 nights, one follow-up call, and one possible overnight visit. That's just one example of a study where you can make good money helping to improve the health and lives of everybody. Another study looking for healthy non-smoking adults aged 18 to 55. You could join at their clinic for one stay, totaling 11 nights, compensation up to $4,300 provided for time and participation. Check it out, labcorpclinicaltrials.com. Together, we can help improve health and lives. Ben Brust, what a weekend in sports it was. Let's hear your Stat Hero Weekend Update. Who was the weekend's biggest Stat Hero winner? It's time for the Weekend Hero on Scalzo and Brust. Win day in and day out with Stat Hero. Download the app or sign up at StatHero.com and use promo code BEN for a 100% deposit match. The pause was because I knew Weekend Update was from SNL. And I still went with Weekend Update. It is your Stat Hero Weekend Hero. How about this? Your boy... You're 18% of the salary, Christian Yelich. Yelly, 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 yelly. The guy's up 14% in his batting average over the last two weeks, but this weekend he was ridiculous. Uh, his home run yesterday, 110 miles per hour on the exit velocity. So that's three home runs in the last two home stands from Yelly. Uh, batting 264, three of five, two ribbies. Big-time hit, big-time moments for your guy. Two big wins from the Brewers after they faltered to the Cubs in 10 innings on Friday. Great recovery. Pittsburgh Pirates, you're next, people. You are next. And we'll get here to the stat hero of the day because it's going to tie into a similar theme. But Yelly's the hero, man. You're gonna. The Brewers are going to go as Christian Yelich goes. And that 14% batting average in the last two weeks, going up 14 points is significant. It's good to see. What did we talk about? Just keep winning series. You said after you said series, I wanted the sweep, but you series. said win the series, and you're definitely more right on that. Scott Frost, not a weekend hero. Scott Frost, the opposite of a weekend. Here's a weekend villain. Weekend fraud. I loser. Was, I was so angry. The on Lincoln Saturday loser. Just thinking about him having a drink on his way back on the flight, all the people who lost money on betting on that. Ugh, ugh, I don't want to get back into it. Brett Favre appeared earlier this morning on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. His first appearance of a weekly appearance he will make across ESPN Wisconsin, starting with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy every week following Packers games. We hear directly from Brett Favre next on Scalzo and Bros, presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light Scalzo and Brust. What's your favorite type of art? What types are there? <laughs> Do you have a favorite artist? Van Gogh. Scalzo and Brust. <laughs> there is no to everything. No. I he knows really... nothing about Van Gogh except he's missing an ear. <laughs> yeah. There's That's why no he's my question. favorite. I was going to see how many questions I could get to prove what an art fraud he is. I'm not an art fraud. I just think art is dumb, but I love art. <laughs> <laughs> Can you love something and think it's dumb all in the same? Absolutely. A lot of people love me. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's on a roll. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Appearing on Jen Gavin Chewy every week, being replayed across ESPN Wisconsin every single week as well. Following a Packer game, you'll get Brett that very next day, usually on Mondays, but on a Thursday night game, you'll get him on Friday, on a Monday night game, you'll get him on Tuesday. You're smart enough, you get it. This is Scalzo and Brust across ESPN Wisconsin, presented by Bud Light. And every week at 5.15, we will bring you the best of the Brett Favre uh, show on Jen Gavin. And Chewy, week one today. Here is Brett Favre on ESPN Wisconsin. Speaking yeah. of math, Brett, you know, Chewy has had a very difficult time transitioning from the 16 game season to the 17 game season, so much so that he has to go out of autopilot, right? Because, you know, you guys just used to be able to throw it out 10 and 6, blah, blah, blah. And now he just says 7 in the math because he doesn't want to do the arithmetic to figure out what the other number would be when he's talking about a team record. Do you have an equal amount of trouble figuring out the new schedules and, and, and records with the new 17-game season? Yes, I do. And, and to take it a step further, I think the, the game itself, um, has, even though in some respects it hasn't been that long ago since we played, in, in others it's, it seems like, you know, uh, eight years. Uh, just just how much the game changed, the way they practice, um, the, uh, uh, the rule changes. And I, I think a lot of the things that have changed are for the better, especially rule changes in regard to uh, player safety. I mean, you can't even – you even look cross-sided at a quarterback and you get a penalty. Yeah, you know, so – it's it's really has blossomed into it, and all, I mean, this is the day and age of offenses, and it reminds me of the run and shoot college days with Houston. You know, uh, I think David Klingler, Andre Ware, uh, guys like that, just putting up astronomical numbers. That's the state of the, the NFL, and so to add another game just you know, is putting the cherry on top. I mean, it's defenses are kind of uh, a thing of the past right now. And, and I think in saying that, Green Bay's defense probably will be, barring injury, be the best defense in the league when it's all said and done. Will that result in a Super Bowl win? Time will tell. But I do think that they're vastly improved and, and going to be hard to score against. And so, uh, But that being said, you know, it's you add another game, it, it it doesn't resonate yet. Uh, I find myself, you know, saying, well, you know, their last game, week 16, oh, no, they got another game. They add another game, they take a preseason game away. Uh, you, you know, so uh, it's going to take some getting used so, to. So, Brett, I mean, you're, you're talking about, you know, the offense and the defense, and, and you think the Packers' defense could be the number one team in the league. I mean, you guys had a great defense back in 96 and had that great balance of offense-defense. And yeah. Chew has had said many times that the defense kind of saved you guys a little bit in that Super Bowl with as well as they played in the four turnovers. But in 2002, can a team that's defense first win a Super Bowl? Um, 
Yes, I mean, there's there's no law that says they can't. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a back and forth, you know, dilemma, question, argument, whatever you want to say that you can't win with this or you can't win with with without this. Um, I think I think it's about making the most and seizing the, the opportunity when it's there. And so may, maybe the offense carries a, uh, a team, you know, for 15 straight weeks. And the, the one time that it matters, the defense pulls through or the special teams uh, pulls through, you know, it's, it's about making the most of the opportunities. And, they'll, they, you know, we know the Packers can score. That, that's, that hasn't been the issue uh, for the most part. Now, Defensively, I think they've been really good, um, but I think when needed the most, uh, and I'm sure they would all agree to a man on, on in regards to the, the players themselves and the coaching staff. They just need to make one more play at the right time, and and I do think the pieces are in place uh, to to do that. But yeah, I, you know, I I think I think any you know, defensive mentality football team can win it. Uh, you know, the old saying, you got to run the ball and you got to play good defense. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, unless you can score 50 points every game and, and guarantee that. Um, you know, I'm not a firm believer and you have to do one in order to, to be a championship team. Um, I, th- I think you just have to be good, opportunistic in all the phases, good enough. To, to make the most of the opportunity when given that opportunity. So, so, Brett, with that being said, I mean, we all know they lose Devontae in the offseason and don't really replace him with a marquee receiver. You know, they got two older guys that have bounced around in Watkins and Cobb. Lazard's a nice guy, and they got a bunch of young guys. So if you're Minnesota – with we don't think anyone's worthy of being double teamed on this roster. How would you how would you defend them if you're Minnesota? Do you sit back and cover two? Do you play man and blitz? How how would you stop this off? Unproven well, offense. Well, uh, unproven to a certain extent. You know, I, I, you threw out some some names that yeah are new, but you you threw out some names that are certainly established, and and of course it it all starts and originates from from the quarterback position, and, and Aaron has been prolific uh, for many, many years. And there's no reason to think that that will change. Uh, will, he, will he find a receiver that was as uh, as efficient and, and a big play guy as Devontae Adams? Well, time will tell that. But I, I do think that they will be, um, you know, a 30 – plus point a game team uh, offensively As in regards to how you play them I don't know enough about Minnesota uh, defensively especially now with the new regime I think I think that you go in and bend but don't break mentality and I think that that goes to, uh, with really any team that plays against the Packers until they show their cards Um you know, I, I wouldn't want to be the first team to play against them. In other words, because there's the unknown, yeah, uh, which scares me with it, with Aaron. I was the defensive coordinator. So Farvey, we're trying to figure out if well, Jordan Love is any good. 
And you obviously are one of the best at assessing talent when it comes to the quarterback position. Is Jordan Love, and I'm not saying he's got to be great, I'm not saying he's got to be a Hall of Famer like you and we assume Rodgers is going to be, but is he any good? Is he good enough to take this franchise and, and carry on the legacy if Rodgers decides to sail off into the sunset? You know, I don't know, and, I, and, I'm, and, I, and I'm not being disrespectful in any way, shape, or form with Jordan Love. I mean, yeah, it's hard to judge anything on, on preseason. Um, in, the, in the few and very few times that he's gotten a chance to play in the regular season, it's just, uh, you know, I, the, the, the coaching staff who has been with him for several years, the organization who have seen him, I think it's the things that we don't see that will ultimately determine can he play or be the leader for a long time. They obviously drafted him for a reason, uh, and good reason. Some we probably know a lot about, others we don't. His leadership skills, um, it's hard to to judge based on what little bit he's gotten to play and the fact that he's he's on the sidelines 99% of the time. Um you'll find out a lot when he's thrust into a situation where it matters, if that makes sense. But, uh, I mean, if you, if you, what little bit I've seen of him from a talent perspective, yeah, that's not an issue. Arm strength is good. Uh, doesn't have to be great. I mean, Tom Brady's got average arm strength at best, but he's been dominant for many years. Peyton Manning, you know, was average at best arm strength, had a tremendous career. Drew Brees, average uh, height, size, arm strength, had a tremendous career. So I, I, I think from a talent perspective, he, he's above or uh, certainly equal to those guys that I mentioned. Will he make the throws that Aaron makes? Yeah, I think it's unfair to, to say he can or can't. But I, what I've seen from him, what little bit I've seen, he, he can make the plays uh, to be a, a great player. But, again, it's the things that we don't see or get a, a chance to uh, to be a part of, meetings, how he prepares, how he practices, what what, what leadership skills does he possess. Those are the things that I think is going to uh, – is he a student of the game? Does he soak it all in? Does it come to him natural? Uh, does he have good instincts? Uh, again, those are things that we really haven't been able to see. That Brett Favre from Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Amazing stuff. We'll get it all football season long. Reacting to the Packers, obviously a lot of prognosticating uh, here as the season is yet to start, but some interesting stuff on Jordan Love, uh, on the defense, how important it is, and we'll continue to hear more from Brett Favre and whether or not the unknowns on the offense is a benefit or a detriment for the Packers. 800-990-3776. The number to get into the show as always. We'll open up the phone line We'll talk with you. We'll talk about Brett Favre next on Scalso and Bros, presented by the world's greatest beer, Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo, and Brust. Remember when he promised in front of all of the teammates we were with <laughs> You know yesterday? my promises aren't worth a crap, Josh. Mark that. <laughs> I need no, that. No, no, don't I mark need that. that. Yes, because uh, you're right. Your promises aren't <laughs> worth the crap. Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin On Demand.
of the Brad Favre Show, presented by OAW. Make sure you check it out. Wisconsin on demand to catch all your podcasts, including Scalzo and Russ, including Brett Favre Show. Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin presents the Brett Favre Show each and every week. Get back in the game faster with no appointment needed at Ortho ASAP. Just walk right in. Stop hurting. Start healing today at Orthopedic Associates of Wisconsin. There is a difference and so uh i i thought a lot of the football stuff there was great the whole thing was great and i'm just so excited to hear from brett Favre every week especially as we get into it get more chewy stories uh, but the football stuff was awesome and before we get into it we do have terrence the amazon driver on the old national bank talk at text line 800-990-3776 it's been a while so we got to go right to our guy terrence terrence how you doing what's up guys how are you? What's I, up? Uh, just got, uh, listen, I just got diagnosed with COVID today. It was a positive test, and I feel like crap. But I'm going to continue to listen to you guys while I'm off for this week. And just pray for me, guys. I feel like crap. <laughs> uh, we will certainly do that. What's your go-to? Like, you're going to have to, obviously, you're going to go back and listen to every Scalzo and Brush show ever uh, on Wisconsin On Demand podcast. But when, you, uh, when you're when you turning to, like, television, are you going to watch a TV series, movies? Like, what are you going to do to pass the time? Listen, I watch I watch Netflix. I watch, uh, thank God I have, I have them all on my phone, Hulu, Netflix, all the good stuff. I mean, there's not one show because I like them all. Big Brother, I like. The Amazing Race is coming up here, so I like The Amazing Race. The Untold Story of Manti of... Teo on Netflix must watch while, while you're, while you're yeah, down. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that. Right. I want to see that. Did you see it? I did. I loved it. I thought it was okay. Yeah, I want to see it. I can't wait to see it. All right, guys. I don't want to take too much of your time. I'm just going to call and say hi. And that COVID is real. We love you. <laughs> Thank you for we the love call. you, Terrence. Best of luck. 800-990-3776. And Brett Favre talking football was a lot of fun. One of the things that caught my ear that was really interesting was him presenting the unknowns in the Packers offense as a benefit and not necessarily a detriment, where we've all been talking about as a detriment. Like, what are they going to do? He thinks it will actually provide some cover and make it that much more more difficult for the defenses to plan for. Here's what Brett had to say. I think I think that you go in and bend but don't break mentality. And I think that that goes to, uh, w- with really any team that plays against the Packers until they show their cards. You know, I, I wouldn't want to be the first team to play against them. In other words, because there's the unknown, yeah, uh, which scares me with it, with Aaron. I was the defensive coordinator. That again, Brett. Favre right there. 800 3776 We'll get it up on Twitter as well. At Scalzo and Bruss. Brett Favre thinks it's a benefit that there are so many unknowns in this Packers offense. Do you view it as a benefit or a detriment? 800 3776 Vote on Twitter at Scalzo and Bruss. Uh, Greg, I see it as a benefit. And Thank not for the... <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Greg, I see it I as like a benefit. It. It's like we're on TV. It's yeah, like I throw like, it to you yep. on, on the side Thank you, shot. Greg. Thank you, Greg. I actually think. Uh, and I do see it as a benefit, not for the same reason as Brett Favre mentioned. He mentioned because, you know, I wouldn't want to see Aaron, you know, first week coming out of the gates here with, with all these unknowns. This is an opportunity for Matt LaFleur to show what he's made of, in my opinion. Obviously, Aaron's going to be driving the ship as the guy under center, but he's... As the head coach has won 13 games three straight years. And now we get the ability to see how creative 
that Matt LaFleur can be. The best coaches in all of sports take whatever team they have and adjust to the team they have. Right? If you, if you think you can go in each year and run the same plays and do the same things and not adjust based off personnel, you're not going to have the same success. They don't have Devontae Adams. They don't have a bona fide stud number one. But what they do have is a solid offensive line as the pieces keep coming back, a two-headed horse in the running back position that I, I look forward to seeing how Matt LaFleur is going to optimize their strength. And their strength is the fact that they have Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon and Aaron Rodgers. And so, again, it's going to be how creative can he get in the offense to get guys open for Aaron to make, like, not amazing throws, but to make throws that the guys he's tr- trying to build that trust and rapport with will be able to make plays with him. Absolutely. I, like, I do think that there will be some benefits. I still think overall it's a detriment. Like, I think the strongest teams are the teams where you know what they're going to do and it doesn't even matter because they're going to do it. And I think that was Rogers Devontae for a long time. Where, like, San Francisco knew in, what was that, week three? That, like, they were going to go to Devontae yeah, and the they middle. couldn't stop him. I mean, the very famous Green Bay power sweep. We're going to run this play over and over again. You know it's going to come. You're not going to be able to stop it. You know what the epitome of that was last year? I know it's not Packers, but it was when the the New England Patriots literally ran the football over the Buffalo Bills. Wasn't that last year? Yeah, I think they threw the ball less like, than like 10 two times. To- I yeah. think it was like two times they threw the ball. And, and and so I do think that is the strongest thing, but I don't think the detriment is as great as others do because of what you were talking about. I think Fair. there is a lot more disguise. I think there is a lot more, uh, hopefully, game planning week to week, which is something that I think Matt LaFleur can still get better at, and it's a very difficult thing to do. But the idea of, hey, we're playing this team this week, so we're going to be this team, we're going to go more uh you know uh, more two tight end sets we're going to have both running backs on the field more and then the next week we're going to spread things out a little bit wide and maybe you do see the weaker Aaron Jones. in the secondary yeah you know a, a split out wide as opposed to in the backfield so i think those are the positives but i think all in all i still view the unknown as a detriment because it was pretty fun the past couple of years going into a week and knowing yeah it doesn't matter Devontae's going to get his Aaron's going to get his is the defense good enough and they're going to win 13 games now maybe in the playoffs this that that's that's been an issue i don't tend to think that's the case um but maybe in the playoffs this is actually a better way to approach it because you've seen the packers win four different ways what do you prepare for versus just hyper preparing for the one way that they've been able to win the past couple years which is just aaron and Devontae being better than absolutely everybody else and i'll get back to why it's going to be really intriguing to see what Matt LaFleur does because I think about what you had said there from a game-to-game adjustment. When you're, I remember when I was playing in the Big Ten, Big Ten play was like everyone knew everything about each other. It was, the scouting was insane. That's why you see some of these basketball scores as 54 to 57 or low 60s. But I remember sometimes Bo would put a wrinkle in He'd call it a wrinkle. Each team that we play, they would create a play that we would try out to see if based off the scouting that the the coaches would do, if that play would work. And sometimes... It never worked, but sometimes when we put that wrinkle in, it, sh- we, it it could stick and it could become a play that worked all the time. Depending, on, didn't didn't matter who we played. So I I actually think that's a good point. Like looking forward to seeing his game by game adjustments, and if this team with the personnel that they have can adjust game by game, considering 
there's a lot of new um, continuity that they're going to be creating, and it's not just, all right, we know we're going to put up 28-plus this week. 800-990-3776. Even though Brett Favre thinks they're going to put up 30 a game, which I thought was interesting. I like that. Hanging 30 spots. Uh, Miles and Madison says, uh, Kobe, to, uh, to be unstoppable, you have to be predictable. I'm guessing that's a quote from Kobe through Miles and Madison. I, I'm not a Kobe uh, quote guy, but yeah, sounds right. Chef Ed just wants to uh, just wants to uh, uh, brag that, uh, as he's told us, he's had an illustrious career and once bought and drank shots with Brett Chewy and Frankie uh, back in 1994. Did they know that you were there? Chef Ed. And I don't mean that in a demeaning way. No, I just, there's no other way to mean that. Like, you meant to demean him by saying I it. Did, no, I just meant, no, no, like, we're, we're Chew, Brett, and everybody, were they all sauced up? And you're like, hey, let me get a shot. And they're like, yeah, this guy wants to give us a shot. Let's do it. Does it matter? I don't know. Why are you trying to diminish one of his, uh, one of the things he's proud of from his life? Yeah, that was a low blow to the official and official chef. Speaking of uh, getting what you know, speaking of receiving what's expected, that's what you get every time with Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin. And that's what I want with the folks working on my windows and doors. They are the best. They're the best for a reason because they know what to do and they do it every time. Their team is second to none. The customer service is phenomenal. Uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. And right now, it's not often you get a deal this good on such a premium brand. You can have beautiful Pella Windows installed in your home as I have and pay just 2.99% financing locked in for 10 years. Now, if you want to skip the financing, there's a great um, opportunity for an upgrade here, free upgrade. You could choose Pella's famous patented blinds or shades between the glass on their lifestyle or impervia patio doors for free. So go to PellaWI.com slash radio. That's PellaWI.com slash radio. They helped do the windows and doors in my old place. They knocked out some windows, put in some doors for my new place. They are the best to work with. They over-deliver. They follow through. They're honest. Everything that you want uh, with a group that you're working with, Pella Windows and Doors represents that. Led, of course, by Gene Adela. I've been lucky enough to work with Joe Franco, but the entire team there is second to none. Check it out. PellaWI.com slash radio. That's PellaWI.com. Is it a benefit or a detriment that the Packers will have a lot of question marks on offense heading in? Plus, do you really believe Brett when he says that this defense could be the best in the NFL? We'll hit that next. Scalzo and Brust presented by Bud Light. You're listening to Bud Light, Scalzo and Brust. I can move on from that, and I'm ready to move on to the next thing that I have for you, if you're ready. Uh, I'm ready, Benny. It's your world. We're all just living it. All right, so... Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin On Demand. On the Joe Rogan podcast over the weekend, three hours of Rogers content. Brett Favre debuts on ESPN Wisconsin this morning. On Jen, Gabe, and Chewy replayed him here earlier on Scalzo and Russ. You can catch it Wisconsin on demand wherever you listen to podcasts. A lot of quarterbacks, a lot of talk. This Scalzo and Russ were presented by Bud Light. Also have to give a shout-out to our friends at American Family Insurance, AmFam.com, to find your local American Family Insurance agent, just as I have. And with AmFam, you get the best of both worlds. You get all the technology that you could want from a company of their size. So they've got these digital quoting tools uh, where you could build your own policy and give you the, you know, where you have the confidence and control to select the insurance that meets your specific needs. But they also have 
have local agents so that you are working with an individual. You're working with somebody you get to know, somebody you have a relationship with, somebody in your community, somebody you trust. And that, to me, is the best part about it. Because when it comes to insurance, you're talking about protecting your car, your home, all of these things that you work so hard for every single day. And then when something goes wrong, you really want to call a nameless, faceless 800 number and just cross your fingers and hope things work out? No. And then all of a sudden you get put on hold and the next time you have to call back because you learned something else. Like you hope you talk to the same person. You have to find that piece of paper where you rate down the claim number and all that. No. With American Family Insurance, you have somebody who has your back. You have an entire team there. You call your agent. You say, hey, I need to make a change for my policy. Hey, we have to submit a claim. Here's what it is. You call back two days later. They know exactly who you are because that's your American Family Insurance agent. Plus, when you protect both your home and auto with American Family, you can save up to 28%. So trust me, go to AmFam.com to learn or to find your local American Family Insurance agent. He is Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. This is Scalzo and Brust. We're presenting by Bud Light. What are you laughing at, Joshy? Nothing. Just ju- just Ben trying to talk to you? And no, me doing he that? started no, it. No, 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 one no, of no. Us, one of you is in the same room as me, less than six feet away. The other one yeah, is you, behind Exactly. Glass. You can't see him behind the glass talking to me in my ear. My point is, Ben. What'd I do? It doesn't matter. Like, I don't care if Josh. Josh can talk to his heart is full. I don't notice that. So I was kind of loud. When I was in uh, in grade school and in high school, I'm sure this is a shock. I used to get in trouble a lot for talking so in class. Much. Oh, my gosh. You were so annoying in grade school. What? That's a weird take. I think Greg was going to go along the lines. He always got in trouble for talking because yeah, he was the loudest the one in people. the room. I was loud, but it was also like one of uh, one of my teachers. He was actually not a great guy. Uh, but one of the teachers I had in high school, because uh, I was answering somebody's question, and I was kind of the last one. You know, everyone's talking, and then the murmur dies down, and I was the last voice. And he said, look, it's like musical chairs. Like, if, if everybody's talking and you're the last one, it doesn't matter if you're answering a question or anything. Like, you're still the one that got caught so just don't respond that's actually a very good comparison of what just happened there um and we move on no, and, it's and not. I, you're and so I, uncomfortable right and now. I, I get better from me this. uncomfortable on twitter at scalzo and bros brett Favre uh talked about which again you could find on uh on wisconsin on demand talked about how the unknown surrounding this packers offense will be a benefit for the team early on do you agree with Favre or disagree with Favre? 70 30 the scalzo and Brust family agrees. Cat chimes in and simply says never. Huh? Kurt says no. Bot. So you get some people who don't agree with Brett Favre. Bot. Uh, I think early on it could prove to be somewhat of an advantage, but I also think that you have to realize that it also means that while the Packers, uh, the the other team doesn't know what's what's coming, the Packers also still have to test and verify and figure out, hey, this worked in practice and this worked conceptually, but what actually works when you're executing it and against these defenses? That's the one thing. When you know what you run, you know how you respond to certain defenses and certain things on the other side of the ball, now there's a little bit more prognostication, a little bit more estimation in the world of Matt LaFleur, and I do think that this is going to be a huge test on the greatness of Matt LaFleur and his offensive uh, offensive scheming. I got this. You ready? You ready for my big, bold prediction? Randy Cobb is going to throw a touchdown. Randall Cobb, the old QB, is going to bring back his skills on a nice little end around, and he's going to throw it deep to Aaron Jones. Yes, I love it. I love it. Come on, guys. He's not. 
He's not going to run an end around. It's Randall Cobb. Or, not, okay, he's not going to run an end around, but we're going to get we're going to give him the ball somehow. You just, in the slot. You just took all of the air out of Ben Russ balloon. He was so happy and excited. I don't know and, why I pictured him coming out of, of motion out of the out of the out of the line. He's not 24 I mean, I know, anymore. He's in the slot. And Josh just calmly All right. Take is An Randall Cobb touchdown. Simplify Ben. Boom. I will give you ten to one odds on a hundred dollars. Why would you do that? I'm not getting ten dollars. So I win a hundred, or you win ten. I don't care about winning ten dollars from you. It's, it's not worth it if it's like you win a thousand dollars if your prediction comes true. See, I'm not falling for this, Greg. Thousand dollars. You just did the. You're gonna win a thousand dollars, Ben. Trying to throw the money signs in front of my face. Do you want to do a thousand and you win ten thousand? You could win ten thousand dollars. That's not good enough odds. Are you kidding me? I would do. I would do one hundred on. 50 to 1. <laughs> this is just ridiculous. That's not ridiculous. It's, you're making fun ben, of me for the Randall being, Cobb touchdown on prediction. Just, you, you make a different prediction for us. Let's let's line it up for Ben Bross, stat hero of the day. It's going to be Randall Cobb. Best of the best from the top performers in sports. It's the stat hero of the day on Scalzo and Brust. Win day in and day out with Stat Hero. Download the app or sign up at StatHero.com and use promo code BEN for a 100% deposit match. I can't wait for the Stat Hero weekend preview where I get to say Randall Cobb's going to catch one and throw one in the same oh, game, baby. Get him on your roster. That, it's going to be that next weekend. I know. I said I can't wait for the weekend yep. that it happens. Mm-hmm. But look, people, the Milwaukee Brewers, they're my Stat Hero team. I'm going Survivor right now. I just put a Survivor lineup together for the MLB. You got to go against the Phillies today. Forget the Phillies. We're, we're minus 300-plus with Burns on the mound. Scored seven runs, nine runs. This, this crew, Burnsy, no pun intended, Burnsy. cannot be stopped. Give my guy Corbin a little run support. My MVP. I'm putting Kutch in there today. A little three for 20 action his last five games. I'm feeling a little bit of Kutch against his old team revenge game. Boom. There it is. Your Promo s- code Ben. B-E-N. For 100% deposit match on Stat Hero. Your Stat Hero of the day, courtesy of B E N Ben. <laughs> promo code Ben. That's B E N. Again, if you missed it, a lot of ways to listen to Brett Favre, who was on this morning with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, as he will be every week across ESPN Wisconsin. Check out Wisconsin On Demand. Download all the podcasts there, but especially Scalzo and Bruss. We've got On the Tee coming up next in Milwaukee, in Madison, the Great Dane Huddle, driven by Metro Kia.